Hey mama, welcome back to the Made to Be podcast. Today, we are going to be doing a fun episode around the do's and don'ts of finding clarity around your calling. So if you are in this place where you feel this tug on your heart, you feel this calling that you're made for something more, but you're not quite sure what that is, today's episode is going to give you a little bit of advice of what I would have told myself years ago when I first started this journey of what I should do, but also things that I should not have done that unfortunately I did that I think is going to be so helpful for you. There are seven things that I'm going to share with you today. It's going to be a fun episode, so let's dive right in. Hey mama, welcome to the Made to Be podcast where you'll learn to let go of the shame, the stories, the shoulds, keeping you boxed in and unfulfilled and trade it for a life where you lean into what lights you up, preclaim your confidence and step into the life that you were made to live. I'm your host, Mary Smith, mama four and certified life coach. And I believe that God has big plans for the gifts, talents and dreams that he's given you. I'm here to help you bring them to the surface so that you can do the kingdom work you were chosen for. So if you're ready to say yes to your calling and reject the lie that you have to choose between raising a family or pursuing your God-given passions, you're in the right place. So grab your coffee, a pile of laundry, and tune in because mama, it's time to become who you're made to be. When I think about the beginning of my journey on finding clarity around what I felt God was calling me to, let's just say there were some things that I wish that I could go back and do over that would save me a lot of time, a lot of heartache, a lot of frustration. And so today I wanted to share with you a few of the do's and don'ts when it comes to getting clear on your calling and getting ready to step into that. This is not an exhaustive list by any means. There are seven things that I wanted to share with you and they are in no particular order. These are just how they came to my mind. I wrote them down as I was thinking about them. So they are in no particular order of importance, but they are all, I think, crucial to consider when it comes to getting clear on your calling and not being afraid to step into that. And so we're just going to go ahead and jump right in. Number one is do ditch distraction. (laughs) You really do need to give yourself this time and space for your mental clarity, to give yourself time to think and discern about what it is that you're feeling called to. And it's really important in this initial stage that you tune out the noise. And what that usually means is getting off of social media. And I know maybe some of you are rolling your eyes at this because, you know, for so many of us, especially when your mother's like, hopping on Facebook or Instagram or anything like that. Sometimes that's just a fun little thing that we can do. We intend to do that for about, you know, five minutes or something like that. But we all know that that scroll, like we can get caught up in that mindless scroll and we spend so much time 
on social media and we're consuming content and we're filling our mind with other people's voices and opinions and how they're living their lives and it really can clutter our own mind and really can cloud our own vision for our lives because we're investing our time and energy into absorbing other people's content, how they live their lives. And so by ditching all of these distractions, by getting quiet, you are giving yourself the gift of mental clarity so that you can begin to think about your own life and how you want to live and what your vision is for that and what God is calling you to. So that's number one. And maybe you're thinking, I don't want to get off Instagram. I love being on Instagram. I love Facebook. Listen, this is not something that you have to do permanently. Just set yourself a time limit. Give yourself a frame of time that you aren't going there, that you're not tuning in on social media. Give yourself, I would say, 30 days. I know that sometimes that can seem like a lot, but I know for me, in the past, I gave myself a 30-day like hiatus from social media because I needed clarity and I needed space to discern. And that 30 days actually turned into more like 90 days of of being totally off of, of social media. And then even now, months later, I do not spend close to the same amount of time on social media because of how fruitful that time had been. So my advice is to start with 30 days and go from there. Number two for how to get clear on your calling is a don't, and that is don't ignore the nudges. So what happens is when God is calling you to something, often it will not be loud and clear, and instead it's going to be this soft whisper, this feeling, this curiosity that sparked, or like an idea that you cannot let go of. It's just going to be something that just almost doesn't leave you alone. It kind of nags at you. And like I said, it's not going to be this <laughs> hits you in the face one day and everything's going to be clear. No, it's going to be this really quiet nudge on your heart, this soft pull on your heart. So I want to encourage you that anytime you get that nudge, to make note of it, to maybe wherever you are, you know, if you have your phone on you, write it in your notes app, start paying attention. What keeps coming up? What is an idea that you just can't let go of? And also notice when do these ideas hit you? Because that can also be telling because oftentimes, you know, if you're in a moment of prayer and it comes to you, that can be a really great sign that that God is calling you to something and that's something that you should pay attention to. And number three is do start a journal. I'm sure that there are so many of you who have never journaled before, have never thought of starting a journal, or even the idea of journaling can, you know, kind of make you cringe or it just doesn't seem like something you would be interested in doing. And this isn't something where I'm, I'm saying you have to become an avid journaler, but journaling is so crucial to helping you find clarity around your ideas because by the act of writing things down on the page, you're increasing your focus and you can fully engage with the thoughts that you're having because you see them on the page. You can see what's going on in your mind. And even if you just for this time of discernment, right? Getting clear on your calling. Even if you just set a commitment to maybe in your morning routine or right before you go to bed, you know, journaling down some things 
give yourself a time of five minutes, right? Just to start writing down the ideas that you have and and the things that you feel like you may be called to, because I can tell you in all the journals that I have filled, some from years ago, when I go back, there are so many things on the page that are still true today. There are so many themes, so many ideas, so many things that were tugging at my heart that I was writing down that are true for me today. And so having that as even a record of what's constantly you know, on your mind, what's constantly on your heart is going to be really beneficial to you when it comes to understanding what it is you might be called to. So if you haven't done that yet, I really truly encourage you to start a journal because it is going to be so helpful for you to gain clarity around this idea, this calling on your heart. Number four is don't share with everyone. It can be really tempting when you have this calling and this dream on your heart. It can be really tempting to go and share with everyone, to tell your mom, your sister, your best friend, literally to tell everyone, you know, I'm thinking of this thing. What do you think? What's your opinion? And it's one thing to seek counsel and wisdom, right? That's, that's a good thing, but you have to be discerning about who you go to, especially in the beginning when it's such a fragile dream when you're getting clarity on this thing that you feel called toward. You have to be discerning about who you go to because it's really, really easy for other people to share well-meaning, quote-unquote, advice and opinions about what you should do. But at the end of the day, if God is calling you to something, it really doesn't matter what the opinions of other people are, right? Because you could share with someone and without any, you know, they don't have this insight to your prayer life. They don't have this personal relationship that you have with God. And if God is calling you to something and it doesn't make sense to them on the outside and they share that with you, well, that can derail you, right? That can keep you from stepping in obedience to your calling. So my advice would just be to sit with it a while, you know, to, to just stay in prayer with it, pray over it, and then maybe share with a trusted friend or somebody who may have done something similar or somebody that you look up to who may have particular insight that's going to be helpful to your situation. So definitely don't share with everyone. But if you feel like you do need a sounding board, just make sure you choose somebody that you trust that knows you well and has your best interests at heart and will always encourage you to step into what it is that God is calling you to. All right. So number five is do go on a journey of self-discovery. So getting clear on your calling, it can't really happen if you aren't tuned into who you are at your core. Things like what you like, what you dislike, what are your spiritual gifts, what are you good at, what skill sets have you developed, what are the things that you're passionate about, what fires you up, what change do you want to see in the world. These types of things are all clues that are going to point you to your path, to your calling. And I know the term, you know, self-discovery can sometimes be something that as Christians, you know, we're turned off to because we live in a culture that that seems very, very self-obsessed and it's all about, you know, me, 
right? So we can sometimes have an aversion when it comes to gaining self-awareness and really leaning into understanding who we are. But if you don't know who you are, how are you going to be able to show up the way God has created you to show up, right? If you believe at your core that God made you wholly unique and with gifts and talents, like we believe that, right? But if we're not going to spend that time really diving into who we are, we aren't really living in our fullest potential and the fullest version of who God created us to be. And so actually, I want to share with you something that Pope Francis shared on October 5th of 2022. It's a summary of a general address that he had. And I just want to share that little bit with you. And in it, he says, today we consider as a necessary complement to prayer, our need to grow in self-knowledge. Coming to know ourselves is not easy. It requires honesty and a patient descent into the depths of the heart. Self-knowledge is in itself a fruit of God's grace, whereby we are led to abandon our illusions, to understand who we really are, and to embrace the things that can bring us genuine happiness. In effect, we learn the quote-unquote passwords that open the portal to our deepest self and the paths that can lead us to lasting spiritual joy and fulfillment in obedience to God's gracious will. Through daily prayer and self-knowledge, May we more readily discern the Lord's plan for our lives and come to appreciate more fully our dignity and freedom as beloved children of our Heavenly Father. And there you have it, coming from the mouth of the Pope himself, his directive that we do need to, in conjunction with prayer, we do need to grow in self-knowledge. So don't let the term self-discovery, you know, throw you off. Don't let it make you fear that you're delving into this journey of self-obsession. That's not what it's about. Self-discovery is about knowing who we are and who we are created to be so that we can go out into the world and share the gift that we are to the world for the glory of God. Number six is don't worry if there's no evidence of your calling being done before. So this is something that held me back for a long time, a really long time. I knew that I had this vision of seeing motherhood as a place where women thrive, where there weren't all the mommy wars, where mothers felt confident enough to walk their own path of motherhood free of the fear of worrying what others thought. I remember feeling like I was so sick, and I still am, of the constant judgment that moms face about how they need to show up, whether they should be moms with careers or moms who stay at home, whether or not they should be moms who take care of themselves or moms who put themselves last in everything. But when I looked everywhere around me, all I saw were really strong opinions about what the right way to live out motherhood was. And I remember thinking like, is this the best that we can do? Is this the best that we can offer mothers? Is this the best that we can do for ourselves? You know, from my point of view, no one was talking about a God-centered vision of motherhood. One where women were free and supported in doing the work to which they were called, no matter what that looked like. No matter if it meant 
they were doing the beautiful work of a stay-at-home mom or serving both their families and others with work that extended beyond the four walls of their home. And because I wasn't seeing anyone shedding light on this area, because I didn't have the evidence that what I cared about mattered to the world, I held myself back. I pursued other things. I kept asking God for clarity and to show me the way I should go so long as it wasn't that motherhood thing, right? That I was convinced wasn't worth pursuing because I didn't have evidence that it mattered. But God was patient with me and he let me try things my way. But here I am today doing that motherhood thing, right? And so if you feel called to something that feels so foreign and like it's never been done before, I just want you to consider that maybe it's because you are the one meant to bring it into the world. Maybe you are the pioneer, right? You are the one who goes first. You are the leader. That is something that I want you to consider. This is truly something that requires us to walk in faith, right? We need to walk in faith and trust that whatever God is calling us to is worth pursuing for God's sake, right? Because he's asking us to. We don't need that evidence. We don't need that proof that it matters, Because if it matters to God, then it matters, right? So like I said, if you're in this place where you're feeling called to something, but you don't see evidence of it in the world yet, just keep in mind that maybe it's because you're the one that's supposed to bring it to the world. And finally, we come to number seven, and that is do pray. And I share this one last, not because it's the last thing that you should do, but because it's the last thing that I want to leave you with. Because prayer is everything, right? It's how you talk with God. It's how you grow in relationship with him. It's how you hear his voice. It's how you discern your path. It is how you truly get clear on your calling. This is where it all starts, right? In prayer, in relationship with God. And so if you are in a place where prayer isn't something that you consistently make time for in your day, start today. Commit to making prayer a consistent practice in your life. And if this is something that you need help with, I encourage you to go listen to episode seven, how to start a prayer journal to grow in faith and relationship with God. It's going to walk you through the the benefits of journaling, the benefits of having a prayer journal and show you how to get started. And actually you could also listen to the following episode. It's a bonus episode that I did. It was just a guided prayer journaling meditation. And that can really walk you through the process of what prayer journaling can look like for you. So like I said, that's episode seven. And then just that bonus episode that comes right after that. When I work with my clients, prayer is a huge part of the process because we can't do anything apart from God. And my mission is to help you live the life that God is calling you to and to help you find the path that allows you to become who he made you to be. So just a warning that if you are thinking of working with me and you haven't started a prayer journal yet, you will. So that is it for today's episode. If you love this, would you please share this with a friend? Just copy the link and send it to them in a text message. Say, I thought of you when I heard this and I think you're really going to love it. I would so appreciate that. 
And if coaching is something that you're interested in doing, if you're in this beginning phase of getting clear on your calling, go ahead and go to madetobecoaching.com and you can book a free 20 minute clarity call with me. We can just go over with you know, where you are, what's on your heart. And we could see if working together would be a right fit when it comes for you stepping into your calling. So go to madetobecoaching.com and book that free 20 minute coaching session. All right, mama, that's all I have for you today. I pray this episode blesses and encourages you and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for being here and hanging out with me today. If this episode helped or encouraged you in some way, I would love it if you could leave a written review and subscribe to the show over on Apple Podcasts. It means the world to me to know how this show is impacting your life and leaving your review helps other mamas find the Made to Be podcast as well. Share this episode with a mama friend who needs to hear this message and let her know that it might bless her. And finally, head over to madetobecommunity.com to join my free Facebook community to connect with me and other mamas just like you. And also, my email inbox is always open, so if you'd like, you can shoot me a message. Just head to the show notes and you can find my email address there. Praying over you, your dreams, and God's calling on your life. I'll see you in the next episode.